listening to the Rude Horror Podcast with your host, Marcus Rude. Listening to the Rude Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Rude. And today is episode 28, which means I'm covering 28 Days Later. That's right, the 2002 Danny Boyle film, 28 Days Later. And I just want to say my initial thoughts of this movie is I hadn't seen this in a long time. I, you know, probably ever ever since it probably came out. So, you know, early 2000s is is when I remember watching it and revisiting it recently. Holy crap. I, uh, I, I really enjoyed this one. And, uh, you know, I remember it being really good, but uh, uh, watching it again, uh, it still holds up, man. Like, it's, it's really good. So uh, I'm glad that I'm covering this one because... Uh, Yes, it's definitely a, a good one. So um, the editor of this film is Chris Gill. He went on to edit the sequel. And uh, the writer Alex Garland went on to write some pretty good films, in my opinion, such as Ex Machina, Dread, Annihilation. Um, the actors, uh, Cillian Murphy, who plays Jim in this film, um, you probably recognize him from the Batman Nolan series. He played Scarecrow, and uh, he he was in the most recent uh, Dunkirk, and uh, a couple of the other horror films that he was in um, was The Red Eye and Retreat. Naomi Harris plays Selena in this film. Um, she's going to be in the upcoming Venom movie, which I thought was pretty cool. And she's been in Rampage, uh, a couple of the Pirates of the Caribbean films, and one of Danny Boyle's other films, uh, National Theater Live, Frankenstein. Haven't seen that one. I should probably check that out. Also in this movie, Brendan Gleeson. He plays Frank, and you may know him from Braveheart, The Village, and The Cop from Lake Placid. How can we forget that? He's been in a whole bunch of other films, but I just forgot to just mention those. His daughter in the film, Megan Burns, who's played, uh, not played by Hannah, but uh, she plays the character Hannah. The only other thing I've seen her in, she was in a short horror film called Intruders, and that's spelled I-N, the number two, R-U-D-E-R-S. I haven't seen that one. It's a, a, a more recent one. Uh, I think it was made in 2018. Uh, that one looks pretty interesting, so I uh, 
I think it's only like 24 minutes long, but it looks kind of interesting. I might have to check that out. Um, another actor in this film, Christopher Eccleston. I can't pronounce his name. I want to say Eccleston. He plays Major Henry West, and he's been in a bunch of other movies too. Um, a couple of them, Thor, The Dark World, and uh, The Others, and a Cronenberg film, Existence, with a Z at the end. And then one more actor I'm going to mention, Noah Huntley. He plays Mark in this film, and he's been in other films, uh, such as Event Horizon and Dracula Untold. So... Those are just uh, little little facts about the movies. Um, I also got a couple more fun facts, but uh, yeah, this is 28 Days Later. It is a post-apocalyptic horror film. Um, you might say this is a zombie film, but this is a different twist. And uh, we're not infected with um, the traditional zombie um you know, process. Uh, it's not just to get brains and, you know, and whatnot. Like how we see in other zombie horror films, this one, it's a, a rage virus and uh, it's contracted by or uh, developed by scientists uh, and they inject it into these monkeys. That's where it starts. And then uh, whenever. You know, like we see in the movie, the monkey bites somebody. They're instantly infected. Their eyes turn red. They're just full of rage, and they act like maniacs and just killing anything and everything that is in their path. What's interesting about this virus is it can infect anything, like animals and humans. So uh, this one's very interesting, and in my opinion, this is really scary as far as uh the idea of this virus and uh what it can do i i think it's way scarier than uh the traditional zombie viruses um like uh as credited uh the director um had said that he got some similarities from romero's uh living dead series but he then later on, and I think the smart move uh, is that he said this was uh, more based on uh, the idea of Day of the Trif Triffids. So he didn't he didn't really want to tie this into um, you know the more traditional zombie movies, which I guess. But uh, um, Romero's Dead series is way more interesting than Day of the Triffids, in my opinion. But that's uh, whatever. I mean, he wants to try to make it different but uh it's whatever um this film was uh, a definite success um the budget was eight million pounds and uh it made 82.7 million us dollars at the box office so i would say this was a substantial uh, profit and uh was definitely a success um fun facts about the film was uh um they had actually tipped over a real bus in that in that scene where jim is walking around and there's nobody there uh they actually yeah they actually tipped it over and uh it was removed 
all within 20 minutes. So they have about 20 minutes to shoot that scene, but they, they got it all back up and, and, and whatnot in 20 minutes, which I thought was amazing. And they shot the movie typically on Sundays, early morning before sunrise and about 45 minutes, um, before dawn. Um, which is, is pretty amazing, but, uh, it's, it's the only way they could have pulled it off because they filmed those shots in London and they made it look deserted. And uh, it, it was very effective. I thought they pulled it off quite well. And uh, yeah, kudos to that team for pulling it off because uh, that's, that's a pretty big feat. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'll just kind of get into the movie and, uh, you know, this isn't going to be like a... a a very detailed step-by-step, uh, step, but I just kind of want to give you guys the meat and bones of the movie and share my thoughts and whatnot. So here it goes. It starts off with a bunch of news clips of chaos going around the world, and it pans out that there's uh, multiple screens, TV screens going on, and uh, a monkey is... Um, secured strapped down to a table and is forced to watch all of the screen the screens and uh it's to entice uh, the rage virus and you know get him uh to you know they're running tests on him so they're trying to figure out uh you know is he gonna get crazy by watching all this and whatnot i'm guessing but then uh we learned that uh, there's People are trying to break into this lab where the scientists are experimenting on them, and uh, and don't really know exactly what they're going after. If they're trying to just figure out what is uh, what what they're working on, I don't know if they're like some kind of you know anti lab research people or just you know top secret groups trying to figure out what they're working on, but. Uh, they soon find out that uh, these monkeys are infected with the rage virus. And uh, thanks to the one scientist that was, was in there trying to hide, they find him and they kind of um, get that information out of them because uh, they're trying to release the monkeys. And the scientist like, no, that's where he explains what the rage virus is. They're infected. Um, they end up releasing one anyways, and, uh, monkey comes up, bites one of the guys in the neck. It's a pretty gruesome scene. And, uh, yeah, I just want to, I just want to say the effects in this movie are, are pretty, pretty good. And the film, uh, a lot of the shots were shot with digital video cameras. So I thought that was really cool. And, uh, it's very effective for this movie. I think it adds to the grittiness and uh yeah man this is just such a good movie so this is where we get the initial start of the infection starting to spread because once the monkey instantaneously bites uh one of the guys like seconds after he's bitten he becomes infected and starts going after the other people and uh it just it just spreads like wildfire like fire like that and uh this is definitely um, one of those films where you can tell 
Dawn of the Dead remake got their fast moving zombies from this film because uh, it's very scary and it is very effective and uh, it really makes you act on your feet. You know, you really don't have time to think about what's going to happen because you got maniacs running at you trying to kill you. So, uh, yeah, man, this is, this is very, very good uh, as far as uh, scary movies go. So we end up, uh, um, you know, finding out everyone dies in the lab. And then it's 28 days later has passed. We meet up with Jim, played by Cillian Murphy. He's in a hospital. He wakes up. He has no idea what's going on or where anyone is. And uh, all he can say is like, hello, for 10 minutes. And so we get some pretty cool scenes of him walking around London. Nobody's around and uh, just looks deserted. And it's very, uh, very, very cool uh, shots there. And how they pulled it off is amazing. So, uh, you know, he's walking around for a while. And uh, he he picks up some soda cans, puts them in a sack. So he kind of is looting around. He finds some money on the ground. He's picking that up and whatnot. And then he ends up going to a church. And there's a mass amount of people dead on the floor. He says hello, and a couple of the infected hop up and uh, uh, just like uh, briefly wanted to say like when I watched this back in the day when that scene popped out, I thought it was hilarious. I don't know why, just the way that they looked and just how awkward it was. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Um, I was also like 12 when this movie came out, so I thought a lot of shit was funny. But uh, anyways, um, all of a sudden a priest starts walking towards him down this hallway. Uh, Jim soon realizes that something's wrong with him. The priest comes at him like he's going to attack him. Jim is forced to hit him with his sack of soda cans. And, And so he tries to make an escape for it because the infected are running towards him. He runs up on the streets, and uh, all of a sudden, some Molotov cocktails get thrown towards him, hitting buildings and uh, hitting the horde. And uh, the people that are throwing it yell at Jim, telling him to to come towards them. And uh, a lot of the un—I was going to say undead—but the infected uh, are running towards this gas station, and too many of them are swarming the the gas station and it ends up blowing up jim and uh his new group um keep running and uh we end up at uh uh, a hideout that we soon learn who the characters are we learn mark and selena are are the ones are the saviors i should say and uh so we get we get some background on uh, who they are and uh, you know what happened you know their side of the story basically of, of uh, what's going on because Jim has no idea what's going on so Selena and Mark explain to him what's going on and Jim is gung ho about finding his parents like going back to his house so you know 
can try to save them or whatever. But uh, Selena and Mark tried telling them, like, no, they're dead. Like, there's no way in hell that they're going to be alive. Um, so Jim pretty much uh, talks him into going. They go to the house and learn that his parents had taken a bunch of pills and overdosed in their bed. They left a note for Jim. And this is a spot where we get a, a sad Jim where he mourns his parents. And uh, they end up staying there for a while. And uh, just, you know, for, for the night, so to speak. Because uh, Jim ends up making a bunch of noise while uh, Selena and Mark are asleep. And uh, alarms the infected. They, they break into the house. We get some really cool action scenes. And uh, they're very violent, man. And uh, they they start attacking Jim. Uh, Mark tries grabbing him, and Selena's trying to help. And uh, Mark ends up getting bit. And uh, you know they they kill the infected in there. But then Selena, this is all like really fast. But she said, "Are you bit?" And he's just kind of like, "Wait, no." I explained she takes a mache to him, just starts chopping him up. It's it's pretty brutal. So they don't give anybody any time because, you know, like I said, it's almost instantaneously that they become undead or infected. Jeez, I keep saying undead. My bad. Um, yeah, so Mark is short-lived in this film, but uh, this kind of gives you uh, more story on, like, how the process is working as far as the infected is. And, uh, it's, uh, Jim is learning very fast about what, what needs to happen if someone gets bit and whatnot. So Selena and Jim, um, gather up all their stuff and they, they need to leave now because, uh, more of the, Infected are going to come. They they start walking. They they find. Uh, I'm assuming it's like a big apartment complex or like a condo or something. It's like a big tower apartment or whatever. They see a bunch of Christmas lights blinking on and off in uh, one of the one of the higher up story uh, apartments. So that's where they're going to go. Um, the stairway going up to it is all blocked off by a bunch of shopping carts and uh it's hard to get in there but there's an opening where they had to climb to get up in there um they're making a lot of noise and it alarms the undead so they're (laughs) infected so they run up the stairs as fast as they can um jim's having a hard time because uh he's had nothing but sugar and uh but that's pretty much all they have for right now so he's just um health wise he's not doing so well he's fatigued and whatnot but uh they end up making it up the stairs and we see a guy who we learn is frank is all dressed up in like police riot uniform in a police riot uniform and uh tells him to you know to come on he holds off the infected while Jim and Selena go inside the house, but Hannah's like, where's dad? Where's dad? And, and they're just like, just let us in, just let us in. And then Frank finally says, yes, let them in. So 
we kind of get a little intense scene of we don't know if what's going to happen, but they end up making it in the in the apartment safely. We uh we get we get some background story on on who Frank and Hannah are, and uh, um, they they're trying to come up with a plan. So um, they're up on top of the roof trying to trying to figure out a plan. And uh, he Frank's got like a wind up radio. They're trying to get a signal. They finally get a signal and it's this radio broadcast of the military at uh, at a base that uh, you know they say that this is a safe place to go. And so our our group here is uh, contemplating on what to do they finally agree that this is what we need to do because otherwise they're going to sit there and die. So they figured, well, might as well try something. So they're, they're making their way. Um, we find out Frank is a cab driver. So they take the cab and, uh, <laughs> we get this ridiculous shot of them going through the subway or not subway, but some kind of, tunnel way and uh it's all blocked off but frank decides to to uh gun it and he ends up ramping up on top of the cars and he's driving he ends up getting a flat and uh so they're trying to fix this flat but they're making too much noise the infected are running towards them and it's just this intense scene of them trying to get the spare on they they barely make it, but they got the spare on and they, they're gunning for it. Then um, then they uh, they're driving. They they end up uh, coming across like some kind of supermarket. So this is where we get a scene sort of like reminds me of like Dawn of the Dead, like the original where they just start shopping and uh, it's just, you know, a fun scene. And it's almost like uh, everybody wants to be able to do this, you know, like just go in there. You don't have to pay for anything. Just take whatever you want. So we get we get a fun scene of that. And they're getting uh, non-perishable items and booze and and whatnot. And uh, then they uh, they start traveling. They they go to this nice scenery area and. Uh, and they kind of camp out for for the night, and uh, we get some some uh, I don't know some happy go lucky scenery, I guess you would say. Um, then so then uh, they're traveling to the 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 compound or the like the the sanctuary, I should say, for, from the army. They finally make it, but it's all deserted. So they're like, you know, what the fuck do we do now? And so they're all looking around and uh, Frank sees this undead per or not, this infected person like hanging up by like the on a rope by the rafters. There's a crow making a bunch of noise and Frank's kind of like, get out of here, get out of here. He kicks uh, one of the gates and a drop of blood from the infected gets right into his eye and is infected him. And uh, he tells Hannah that he loves her very much. And he's trying to say, like, get away from me, get away from me. And this is where 
Frank turns into the infected. And this is when the, the army shows up. They're hiding out. And they uh, they pick him off from, from afar. And this is where we learn that they had to move the base because there's just too much infected there. We learned that uh, the the army isn't quite the sanctuary that uh, that our group of people were hoping for, but it, it's still a safe place for. Uh, so it seems for the meantime, they, they sort of have like a uh, celebration for having new people come, and uh, some of the army guys have prepared some meals, but the eggs were rotten. And uh, and the major was uh, very displeased with the meal. Um, you know, Hannah's Hannah's going through a rough time with her dad passing, and uh, they're just trying to make ends meet as far as uh, the surviving. But um, the the major shows uh, Jim one of the uh, infected this. Um, pretty much kept on a leash like a dog and they're uh, keeping him alive to see how long he can go before he starves to death. So they're kind of doing experiments on the infected, so to speak. Uh, but, uh, um, you know, the base is surrounded by like trip mines and, you know, it's very well fortified and, uh, um, we learned that uh, the army guys want to keep the women around so that they could, uh, you know, breed, so to speak. And uh, Jim does not like that idea. Um, he tries to get them, like, tries to get Selena and Hannah gathered up and, like, we need to leave now. And uh, they try to leave, but the army stops them, just kind of knocks Jim out, kind of is holding them hostage hostage now um but like right before they keep them hostage one of the army guys is against it and uh you know it's trying to be more on jim and selena and hannah's side well they they end up capturing him too or you know holding him um you know bound up uh they, they kind of throw him and jim in some kind of jail type area and uh, soon we learn that they're going to take them to execute Jim and the army guy. Um, and then, you know, keep Selena and Hannah alive to, uh, so they can have, have their babies, so to speak. Um, so the time comes where uh, two of the army guys take Jim and... Uh, the the other army guy to uh this mass grave type area and the army guy that's held captive kind of antagonize like kind of pushes their buttons like you know just fucking kill me first blah, blah blah they end up doing so um but uh arguments begin with with the two army guys jim makes a run for it 
but uh, hides in the in the, the the pitted area to make him look like the undead or an infected dead person or whatever. Uh, and so they kind of run off trying to find him, and uh, Jim takes his shirt off, jumps uh, jumps up on the uh, the wall that's uh, barbed wired has a shirt over top so he could climb over the barbed wire. They learned that he had jumped over and uh, it was like, well, just he's dead. You know, he ain't going to survive living out there. Um, then it cuts back to the army guys are trying to get Selene and Hannah to wear clothes so that they can... Uh, seduce them to mate i'm assuming like they're trying to get them to dress up or dress up all fancy and uh as doing so um they start getting more forceful on them and uh all of a sudden sirens go off they say that someone had has made it to the blockade and uh we find out uh jim is the one cranking the siren the major t uh tells one of the other guys that come on we're gonna go to, up to the blockade while the other guys that uh supposedly or were supposed to kill jim said that uh well he made it over the barricade we thought that he died or you know wasn't gonna make it well so the major takes another guy to go up there they start shooting at random stuff up there jim is hiding and uh picks off not the major but the other guy um uh, gets him to climb up on the ladder. Jim is running on the scaffold and it hits him uh, with like a shovel or something like that. And uh, ends, ends up killing him and sets him in the army truck. The major thinks that, uh, that he's alive and uh, kind of goes up to him and it's like, you know, <laughs> see, seeing what was up while he's sitting in the truck and come to find out he's dead. Majors is kind of shooting randomly, and uh, Jim gets away. He makes his way back to the compound or the uh, where everybody is at the new army base or whatever. Shoots um, the the chain that's holding the guy that they were having uh, to run tests on to where he is free and then unleashed in the house. He attacks a couple of the guys, infects them right away. So, like, one by one, the army guys are getting picked off. Selena and Hannah are alive. And uh, uh, the major comes back and uh, learns that his camp is being overran. And uh, But, man... The way uh, Jim kills the one guy that uh, was really trying to get Selena, he kills him by just pushing his eye sockets in, and it's pretty gruesome, and uh, ends up killing him that way. Um, Selena at first didn't know if if Jim was infected or not. She was gonna about to swing the machete at him, and then uh, you know finds out that he's not one of them. He came back to to save her and Hannah, 
and uh, so they they get Hannah, and uh, they're getting ready to to leave. The major is sitting in the car, shoots Jim in the stomach, and uh, Hannah's in the driver's seat. She reverses it real fast and uh, and breaks the back window of the infected grab the major and pull him out as uh she guns it forward she gets uh selena and uh jim in the vehicle and they make a run for it and it cuts to they're at like some kind of cottage area uh jim is uh is alive and well he wakes up from uh from his uh sleep because he had to sleep off the gun wound they had they had uh, fixed it we learned that uh selena and hannah have been working on tying a whole bunch of sheets together to make the word help and uh a plane flies by and ends up seeing it so we assume that uh that it, you know they have found sanctuary, hopefully. And uh, that's pretty much the end of the movie. It's, it kind of ends on a good note. And uh, I wish we would have seen more in the sequel of uh, of these guys. But uh, I guess there's some alternate versions where uh, there's an alternate version where Jim dies in the hospital and uh, something else. But uh, the... The main ending you get is uh, them all alive, and uh, the plane sees them, and, uh, you know, happily ever after. Or I guess I guess the blanket says hello, not help, but, uh, you know, same thing. So, yeah, that's 28 Days Later, guys. Um, great movie. If you guys haven't checked it out, definitely check it out it's 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 freaking amazing and uh it's definitely worth a watch so yeah that's about all i got for you guys thank you all for tuning in uh i appreciate you guys listening i really do or i should say i'm creeping up on uh 3000 downloads on the podcast i started this last october didn't think this would be blowing up as as much as it it is but uh yeah thank you guys all so much uh it it means a lot to me and uh i got a couple guests lined up uh some some pretty amazing guests lined up so stay tuned guys i'm also going to be doing some solo episodes as well as a supporter pick 20 not 20 days later pitch black starring vin diesel that'll be coming up as a supporter pick if you would like to pick a movie, um, please please donate over at uh, at our Anchor website at anchor.fm forward slash Podcast and go to the supporters section. You can donate as little as a dollar a month. Um, even if you just want to donate a dollar one time, it, it's it's a big help and uh, it helps the podcast all all around and able to get merchandise and uh hopefully one of these days i can i can spread the podcast to like podbean i know that's like a a monthly thing i have to have to subscribe to but you know i can i can just i don't know help spread the word and uh 
And if, if you do support, shoot me an email at rudehorror at gmail.com or message me on social media at Podcast on Facebook and Instagram or on Twitter at RudeHorrorPod. And just let me know what movie you'd like me to cover, and I will gladly cover the movie as a supporter pick. Um, so, yeah, or just listen like you normally do and just enjoy along for the ride, and hopefully I entertain you guys. Um, a couple guests I do want to mention. Um, I'm really thrilled to have Jim Crutt on the show. He, he'll he be a guest coming up pretty soon. If you don't know who he is, he played the helicopter zombie in the original Dawn of the Dead. George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. So, it, and if you know me, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. So this is an unbelievable uh, opportunity to, to get uh, Jim on the show and uh, hope he's got... I'm sure he's got some good stories about Dom the Dead, so stay tuned for that one, guys. Also, the next episode after this one will be Beyond the Gates with director Jackson Stewart. So if you guys are into horror board games, and I should say VHS horror board games, kind of like Nightmare and uh, and Clue, the VHS board game, uh, definitely stick around for that one. It's, it's, It's a good show. It's it's a good movie, and uh, you know, hopefully it's a good show episode. So uh, stay tuned for that, guys. Um, a couple other ones I got lined up. Uh, the Crazies, 1974's uh, The Crazies, George Romero's. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I had another solo episode. Oh, uh before July ends, I'm going to try to uh, get Return of the Living Dead on here as a solo movie. Uh, I know like the movie takes place like July 3rd, but uh, so I'm almost a month behind. But <laughs> I'm going to try to get that released before July ends so I can say that I did that horror movie that was based in July. Um, so stay tuned for that one. And... Uh, if you're from the Quad Cities or you're visiting the Quad Cities, check out Wake Brewing. They are, are a brewery in Rock Island, Illinois. They are a ter- terrific place to uh, to have craft beer, especially for metal fans. Or you know, if, if you're into metal and uh, into horror movies, that's definitely a spot to go to. So check them out on Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff at Wake Brewing. Um, also check out. Uh, Quad Cities local horror host Marlena Midnight as she hosts Midnight Mausoleum. You can find them on Facebook. I believe it's it's uh, just type in the search of Midnight Mausoleum, and uh, she she is I I guess or you know I shouldn't say I guess uh, I I believe she is the longest running horror host, female horror host. That uh, is is still current. So that is very cool. So check her out. She she hosts uh, uh, movies. I want to say Fridays and Saturdays. Each to uh, get the exact times. Uh, maybe next episode I'll be a little more professional and uh, say where you can find her show at. But uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, that about wraps it up for for today. Um, 
I guess maybe I'll quick mention Midwest Monster Fest. They are postponed. Um, if you've listened to past shows, you you know what's up. Go to their Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff to figure out um, what's going on with Midwest Monster Fest. But they will be back next year. So stay tuned for that. And uh, that about wraps it up for today, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, stay tuned for the future episodes. Um, also, I guess I want to mention Evil Dead Beats. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for providing music for the episodes. I, I really appreciate it. And if you guys want to find more info and uh, more music that he makes, check out his Bandcamp. Look under the artist Evil Dead, and you can find his Beats from the Crypt albums. And uh, they're they're killer fucking songs, renditions of horror songs. So check him out. Hope you guys enjoy this track from Evil Dead. And uh, that's all I got for you guys. Stay tuned for the next one.
listening to the Rude Horror Podcast. If you like this content and would like to hear future episodes, please follow or subscribe. If you dare. <laughs>